you Thrivers. On today's episode, we're going to talk about seven ways to get self-care when you have minimal support. Stay tuned. into today's topic. For those of you who are joining us for the very first time, my name is Christy Richardson. I am the author and creator of Making Sense of Munchkin. As a special needs mom warrior, I help special needs parents just like you go from crazy to calm and from helpless to empowered. I don't want you to just be surviving. I want you to be thriving. Now like I said, Today we're going to talk about seven ways to get self-care when you have an almost a non-existent support network. Now I believe that this topic is so powerful that you should take a second and tag someone who you think should watch this video. Throughout our struggles, there would be times that I wanted to roll up into a teeny tiny ball, pray that I would just disappear. I was exhausted and frustrated and felt like I couldn't go on doing this. My house was always messy. I had never had any time to get anything done. And running errands, <laughs> simply impossible. My husband and I hadn't had a date night by ourselves in over six months. And vacation, what was that? <laughs> we hadn't taken a vacation since our daughter was born. Yet I came to realize in those moments when I felt like this, that it wasn't my daughter's fault. It was mine. I had let myself fall into this pity pool. I had trapped myself. What I discovered was that if I was going to be the best mommy, the best wife, and the best person that I could be, I was going to have to change how I did things. My priorities were going to have to shift. My perspective was going to have to switch. And I was going to have to build in ways for me to keep my sanity. And I'm going to share them with you today. Okay, step one. I started getting up at least 30 minutes before everybody else did. In fact, I still get up about 5, 5.30 in the morning, and it gives me about an hour to an hour and a half all to myself. During this time, I make myself a list of what I really think I need to get done. I sip on my coffee. I listen to the birds. I get dressed by myself. I do a little work, swish a little dish, and I feel like I'm ready to take on that day. So I'm asking you to find 30 minutes in your day just to call your own. Now I think getting up is the easiest, but if you're not a morning person, don't worry about it. You can be a night owl. When your kids go to bed, freedom! Take a second, take 30 minutes before you are so tired and you're ready to pass out just to get your thoughts down on paper. 
sip on a glass of wine, have a cup of tea, make a list of what's got to get done to tomorrow, and then move on. Okay, which leads me to step number two. Get enough sleep. So, so many of my friends burn the midnight owl well past when their kids go to sleep to the point that they're depriving their body of a restful eight to 10 hours worth of sleep. Exhaustion is your enemy. You're way more susceptible to being cranky, short-tempered, and not being able to think clearly when you're tired, just like our kids. Trust me, it leads to more tantrums between you and your kids. Plus, children with special needs have erratic sleep patterns. You wanna be ready if they can't sleep and they're up till two o'clock in the morning. So get yourself enough sleep. Okay, step number three, don't overschedule yourself. I used to have this laundry list of tasks that I wanted to get done every single day, but it's completely unrealistic to get 20 things done when you have a special needs child in tow. Our children are unpredictable. Their sleep patterns, their moods, their responses, all unpredictable. When you have like this long list you feel inadequate when you can't accomplish them. It's pure nonsense. Instead, I only focus on one, two, or three tasks per day that I want to achieve. Keeping a master dump list is fine on a page, but then rewrite it onto another page so you're only seeing those things. It's a visual way to help reduce stress and anxiety and feeling overwhelmed with the amount of tasks you think you have to do. Also, be really, really, really selective about the things that you agree to take on. Each one takes energy and time. And sure, it's easy to say yes to all of it. But if you do this, it will lead to exhaustion and resenting the situation you put yourself in. Instead, don't be afraid to say no. Guard your time and your energy with extreme care. Okay, step number four, shift your expectations. You'll never be able to get everything you want done. Done. The list is endless. So that means that yes, your house will be better than maybe you want it. That means that there will always be dirty dishes in the sink. There isn't my house. There will always be laundry to do and errands to run. The most important thing that you can do for yourself and for your family is to let go of these ridiculous Joan Cleaver standards. If you're playing and there is glitter everywhere, you're making memories. If you have dishes 
to do but your children are fed? There may be toys we pick up, but you helped your child work through their emotions. This shift really matters, and the rest of it can wait. Your kids are the most important thing to work on, to help them. The rest of the stuff is just stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. I feel better when my house is cleaner. And I feel better when the laundry is done. But I am not a horrible person because I decided that my kids and myself took priority. And neither are you. Okay, step number five. Simplify, simplify, simplify. I cannot say this enough. Purge all that extra stuff in your life that you do not need. Papers, toys, clothes, objects, excess newsletters, uh, people you don't want to be friends with anymore. I don't care what it is. If it doesn't bring you joy and it's causing you stress, get it out. Now, if you don't use it, it's time to lose it. Why, right? Because all this stuff clutters our mind and causes low levels of stress that build up over time. Trust me, cluttered home, cluttered mind. And once you've purged and streamlined as much as you can from making meals to places you go, it will save you loads and loads and loads of time, energy, stress, and money. Honestly, how many times do we put something on the counter because it doesn't have a permanent place to live in our house and then it just sits there for months? Guilty. Give it a place and a home or send it out the door. We went as far as to downsizing our home to free up time that was needed for cleaning, yard work, cost of maintenance, and more. And it's been wonderful. And we're not even done. Every time I open a box, I open a cabinet, or I decide to go shopping, if I bring something in, something's going out. There's only so much bandwidth in this house, and I can't take on any more. So I, pur I commend you, start purging and simplify, simplify, simplify. Okay, and we're on to six. Set aside time for yourself. <laughs> now, I know you're probably laughing, right? Because why? Moms are notorious for putting everybody else's needs ahead of their own. Unfortunately, when we do that, our giving wells run dry. We need time to ourselves to replenish that well. Luckily, for most of us, it doesn't take a lot for us to re-energize our souls. An hour-long hot bath with a glass of wine, a quick pedicure, painting our nails, a night out with the ladies over coffee. Do something small for yourself each week or something larger at least once a month. It doesn't have to be expensive and it doesn't have to be 
time intensive. It just needs to be something that gives you an opportunity to rest and do something you enjoy away from your children. I always say that we need an opportunity to miss our children. And it's true. That time away gives us the chance to be who we were before we had children so we can continue to be the best people we want to be with our children. I used to paint my nails all the time. I usually take a long hot shower. I sit outside on the deck when it's quiet and have a glass of wine. It's really simple. You're worth that extra time. So I beg you to find just a smidge just for you. we are on to our last tip. Tip number seven. Build in dates with your significant other. My husband and I didn't have a lot of family around. Um, we didn't have any friends who could handle our daughter. You know, so what do you do, right? You know, one of us always kind of had to be with her and that led to us not having very much us time. What we learned to do is use what we had. We had a formal dining room in the first home that we had. And what we would do is we would set it up with glasses, the fondue pot, the wine bucket. I would put linens on the table. Um, I would decorate it all up and it would just sit there. And then whenever the opportunity would arise because she would go to bed early, we would have date night in. And we would sit and we would talk over wine and candles, just like we were at a fancy restaurant. And it was wonderful. Next, if my husband got up early to work at the kitchen table, sometimes I would too. We'd sit and gossip and chat over coffee. And it was great. It wasn't always that it was the most quality time together, but it was us together talking like adults without tiny ears listening to our conversation. And occasionally the right circumstance would come along, like my folks would be in town, or we'd finally have a very close friend who we felt comfortable enough to watch our daughter, and we'd actually get a real date night out. Recently, we started staying up late on Friday or Saturday nights, and that was our movie night in. Sometimes we just sit by the fire and sip on cocktails and chat. It allows us just that little bit of time that we need on a regular basis. And now we've moved closer to my family and there are lots of opportunities where they're happy to take us because we spent time growing our support network. I know it's hard being a special needs parent, but you're worth taking time to find things that you can do for self-care, even when you don't have a big support network. Until next time, this is Chrissy Richardson. I don't want you to just survive. I want you to be thrive. I hope you found this information helpful. And if so, I'd really appreciate it if you would give me a great big thumbs up. If you want more videos like this one, to my YouTube channel. 
where I cover a variety of topics to help you and your family do more than survive, you can be thriving.